I found 1212 right after I miscarried our first baby and I got connected with them. And before 1212, I felt very alone. After I got connected with the podcast and the small groups, I had people to come alongside with me in this journey that I'm on. Impact stories like this one are only made possible by donors like you. To donate to 1212 Ministries, text the word 12 to 345-345. Thanks so much for partnering with us. Hi, you guys. Good morning. Nicole Clark here with 1212 Ministries, and I am joined with one of my just all-time favorite friends. I love how we met just on Instagram. Love this lady. You are going to be so blessed by her. But Tiffany Jo Baker is here, and we are talking about friendships today. Hi. Hi, friend. I'm (laughs) so excited to get on here with you and just chat. Yes. So you guys, we're just going to have like a quick conversation, but just we pray that this would just encourage you and just um, just remind you that you are not alone. So again, we are talking about friendships. And as you all know, and probably have experienced is that infertility and pregnancy loss, it can really be just such a lonely and isolating place. And we just wanted to jump on, you know, together just to talk about the importance of community and not walking alone. Um, And it too, just really the important importance of having just that friend, just really great friendships to just to walk alongside you and encourage you. So Tiffany, what, what does that just mean to you? Like what does community and friendships, you know, just mean to you? Oh, I would say just off the top of my head that just the fact that I'm not alone. Yeah. When, when you have community and when you have friends and when you have um, people that, you know, you can go to, and I like to say that can tear and cheer with you. Like those type of (laughs) friends that you just know that you don't have to come and pretend or be anything. But at the end of the day, know that you're not alone, whether they struggling with the same things or not, um, that they are there for you, whether you reach out or not, they're there for you, whether you take advantage of all they have to offer or not, that you know that if and when you're ready to just reach out, you are not alone. That's just so comforting. It is. It's so comforting. And um, what would we do without our friends? I was, I was thinking about our talk today and (laughs) um, just kind of looked up some verses quickly. And, and one of the Bible verses that talks about friendship, it says better a friend nearby than a brother far away. Oh, right. And (laughs) that, you know, some, we need those people that are in our everyday lives. And the power of today is sometimes everyday life is Instagram. Sometimes everybody, everyday life is a Facebook group. I mean, the power of virtual friendships and groups mm-hmm. and community is just powerful. But those who are like in the daily life or can be accessible for the daily life is better than somebody who's kind of on the outskirts and outside, even if they're blood relatives. And we, you know, we love our family. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But there's something about family of choice. And that's what friends, friends can become. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that so much. I love you so much. (laughs) I love that. Okay. Tell me what, like talk, let's talk about the importance of like asking for what you need. Cause I know that sometimes that is, that's hard, you know, because 
I don't always like to ask for help or, you know, and then two, just kind of assuming that people are just like, they can read your mind, you know, and, right. they, and they already like just husbands. like know what I need. Yeah. Right. But they, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they do not. So, so yeah, sh- share a little bit about that. of just like the importance of asking for <sighs> what you need. That's so hard because I'd like to say that I'm good at that, but I'm not, you know, yeah. I, I like to, to just have control over all of it. But, but here's the thing, no man is an island. Like we can't, it literally, this is what I also say, it takes a village to raise children and birth children. <laughs> like yeah. we all know in this community, it takes a village. It takes a medical team. It takes mm-hmm. a support team. It takes a prayer team. And none of us was created with all that we have to do that, all that we are called to do. And at the end of the day, God made some of us hands, some of us feet, some of us hearts, some of us minds. So if we're like relying on just what's in here, oh, Lord Jesus, (laughs) help (laughs) us all. So it it is so important. And I think I think something that can be like um, an initiator for asking for help is if somebody just reaches out to you and just says, Hey girl, how's it going? You know, the Lord just puts you on their heart or, Hey, I'm praying for you or, Hey, what's new, what's going on? Or like something on your, your Facebook or whatever, like that's them reaching out. They might not be saying, Hey girl, what do you need right now? But that's like the open door to be like, Hey friend, I'm really having a hard time right now. Will you pray for me? Mm -hmm. Or Hey friend, any chance you can pick up, pick up my youngest at school today. Or, hey, friend, I am just in a in a pit right now, and cooking is the last thing on my mind. Is there any chance that you can pick me up something? Like, I think, like, I think we need to be more open to, like, people's reach outs and, and use them and see that that's, like, God putting you on their heart to reach out. And that's when that has an open door for you to take it one step further. My mind is like so blown right now because I'm thinking of like all of the times that, you know, just either someone has reached out to me and and done that. And just like, I have not taken that next step to be like, oh man, I really need help with this. And that, that I missed my opportunity to, again, just cultivate that, that relationship Mm -hmm. and then to ask for help, Mm -hmm. you know, and ask for what I need. So that's good. That's really good. I think too, like something with friendships is to know, like, what your role is and what you bring and know what your friend's role and what they bring, Um, you know, in friendships and it goes through different seasons. Like sometimes we're givers, sometimes we're takers and, and ideally we're giver taker, given takers. Right. But Mm -hmm. I think we go through seasons and, and it's okay to be on the other end. Like we need that. Like I, you know, I'm just thinking of my friendships. Like there's friendships that God has put them in my life so I can pour into and give to. And then there's other friends that I like, I'm like, take, 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 you know, like as far as I'm like, feed me, pray for me, like help me. Like there are a few steps ahead. Um, And then there's, you know, those iron sharpen iron that we are like, just uh, sometimes they're stronger. Sometimes I'm stronger. Sometimes we brainstorm together, like, and we're just like rocking, walking the road and we're there for each other, whether we're in the giving or taking seat. Um, So I think it's important to know, like, what do you bring? Like, are you the funny one? Are you the the prayer one? Are you the faith one? And I think we're all a lot of it, right? But um, I think this also helps us to manage the right expectations with our friends. 
Like we can put this thing on them. Like, well, they didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, and and they should have, they should have known, or they didn't do this or they didn't do that. Or they said this. And, and it's just like, maybe they don't operate like that. Maybe that's not the role that they play. And we're putting this like expectation on them to do or to bring or to say something that that's just not in their like natural gifting or how they operate. Mm-hmm. So I threw a lot of things out there. I was just like <laughs> vomiting all, all the all things. Good. But um, I think that sometimes our unmet expectations and our high expectations can actually squash our friendships and our community. Yeah. You know what that kind of reminded me of? And I'll post it somewhere, you guys, is that because you just did a post of these three friends doing like this bungee class thingy. Yes. Yes. And it was like, what friend are you? You know, yes. and so you could really see the different types of friends and like who they were and, you know, and what they kind of bring to the table. And so that's, that's an awesome illustration. I'm going to, I promise you guys, I'll find it. It's funny. It. It's it is funny. hilarious. Yeah. So I want to go left really quick and just talk about uh, reconciliation in friendships, because I think this is something that we don't really talk about a lot. I think it's just, it's not talked about really at all. And it's kind of on the forefront for me. I just reconciled with a friend for, it's been probably 15 years Mm. and we were able to reconcile recently. And so I just think it's, you know, I'd love for you to share a little bit because I think it's important if, if I understand that God puts people in your life for seasons, you know, and some people are going to just be a chapter or even like a paragraph and some are going to be like throughout your book and throughout your story, you know, the, the entire time. Um, but do, but too, you know, there's something about like being, um, a, being a peacemaker mm-hmm. and just really reconciling those, those relationships, you know, with people who made a big impact in your life or who were important in your life or, you know, you know, that maybe a falling out happened and it, you know, just having the courage to come and say, okay, wait, I made a mistake. Like let's, it's time for healing. (laughs) That's powerful. That's powerful. And I think that the older we get, the more realize how we are. Yeah. And the more, hopefully we have mercy for other people (laughs) (laughs) and for where we're at. And, and, you know, the older I, the more I, older I get, the more I realize I don't know. Yeah. as much as I thought I knew. But I think that's so powerful. What you did and what you said, Nicole, is that um, is that you had the courage, mm-hmm. you know, to reach out. And I, I think that's so healing because a lot of us do live with some voids. We do live with some regrets. And, um, and it takes a strong, brave person to go back and be like, oh, friend, I did this wrong. We did this wrong. I am sorry for my, what I did, but what, um, healing can come through humbleness. That's just so powerful. So powerful. So how, so let me, let me pretend like I'm the interviewer. So what, um, so what prompted you to like, to reach out and, um, and to just try to heal the relationship. You know, it, it had been on my, on my heart for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I, this is like so cliche. And so, and I really hate to say this word Christianese almost, but you know, God's timing, you guys is perfect. It is so perfect. 
and you can't rush it. You can't slow it down. Like his, his timing is perfect. And I think over the span of this, you know, 10, 15 years, I tried to reach out. I tried to, you know, one, I had to seek healing first for myself. And then two, I tried to reconcile the relationship and I, nothing would, was reciprocated. And I don't know. And full transparency. I see a therapist. I love my therapist. Therapy does not mean that you're broken party people. It's just like, Hey, sometimes you got to talk to someone. It's a and tool she, in your toolbox. Yes. And so she was like, Hey, if this is bothering you, you just need to reach out. And I was like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and, and one day I did, and my friend reached right back out mm. and that was like nothing but God. Like, nothing but God. And we that. had an hour long conversation and it was all good. And, you know, but like you said, it's taking that, that leap and having courage to mm-hmm. initiate that first step. And, and I think too, it goes the same way of some, someone that you don't, that you don't know, and that maybe you see that they could be a great mentor or have a great mm-hmm. relationship with and just reaching out and having courage and being like, Hey, yes. I want to get to know you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love that. That was something that was on your heart. Right. Yeah. And so your therapist recognized that that was something that was there and needed to be dealt with. And I think yeah. one of the most powerful things that we can do as women and as humans and Christians is to have a heart at peace. And yes. so if there's something that's just nudging you, something that's mm-hmm. off, like the word says, seek peace and pursue it, I believe is how it goes. So when we pursue that peace, uh, Like, I mean, I know I've lived without peace. I've lived in torment. I've lived in shame and guilt, and I will choose peace every single time. So I love that you did that. Um, You know, there was a lack of, there was something there, a lack of peace. And when you took that, that courageous jump and that to that humble jump that there was healing in that. Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. Oh, you're so kind. (laughs) Okay, really quick, because we're talking about peace. You guys, Tiffany, she does like all of the things. She is so amazing. She's just super talented, but she has this like beautiful devotional and she just kept talking about peace. And I was like, oh, we've got to talk about this. We, we have to. So we share a little bit too, just about your devotional and just yes. like kind of a little bit about you and just all of your wonderful yeah, gifts absolutely. and talents. Absolutely. So the way that God brought me into this community is I had a sister who was dealing with infertility. I had friends that were dealing with infertility. And and one day I came into a, a work setting and shared my good news of being pregnant. And I saw the look of um, joy and pain flash across my friend's face all at the same time. And in that moment, God said to me, I've given you a gift and she's dealing with infertility. So since then I have um, just had a heart for the, for women that, who are, have the desire and the goal and the dream to, um, to build their family. And um, God has allowed me the honor to be a surrogate and carry five children for three families. So I, I know what it's like to be on the fertile side. I know what it's like to be at fertility clinics all the time. I think I've been to five fertility clinics um, and um, gone through thousands, I think, of or hormone shots. But um, but I think with any of us, God has put things on our heart, right? He, he has made us with a plan and a purpose. And, um, you know, when we take those leap of faith, we think it's going to be like roses and unicorns and um, 
rainbows with pot of gold at the bottom. And that's not how it is. And, and we stand and believe, but real life often happens. And so in the midst, we need a powerful pause um, to get our head right, our perspective right, that God is good and he's yes. with us in the hills and the valleys, whether it's through a loss or whether it's through um, a treatment or whatever it is, God is with us in the hills and the val- valleys and he's for us. So um, I just created quickly, look at, I happen to have right here, soul care for go-getters, <laughs> refresh and refocus in five minutes a day. And and really what it is, is for anybody who's in the middle of a mess and a mission. And those are usually interchangeable. When you're in the middle of a mission, it's usually messy, right? The middle of anything is messy. And so it's just quick words of hope and encouragement and real life um, um, for women in those, in those morning moments. Beautiful. So talented. So <laughs> Tiffany, tell everyone really quick, where can they find you online? You can find me on Instagram, my favorite, Tiffany Joe Baker, where I try to do Instagram reels and stories. She's try. so great. And, <laughs> um, and then I'm also on um, Facebook, Tiffany Joe Baker and TiffanyJoeBaker.com. Awesome. You guys, I'll, I will include all of those somewhere. I don't know, in the comments or something, <laughs> you know, link in bio or something like that. But I appreciate you guys tuning in. We are so grateful for Tiffany Joe Baker. Love you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. We'll see you next time.